VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. If you're on the East Coast, and if you're on the West Coast, good morning. 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific, every single Monday. I've been on the air six years right here on voiceamerica.com. And I've been doing this work 25 years because I really believe that we can turn our lives around, that we can have the kind of life we want. And this program is all about turning your obstacles into opportunities, your problems into solutions, and it's about making your dreams come true. And it's, it's a great honor and privilege for me to have the opportunity each week to talk to such amazing people who have done all of that. Today is certainly no exception. And if you are listening live on June 30th, you can call us at Voice America. Call into the program at 866-472-5788, 866-472-5788. Today we are talking about setbacks, catastrophes, and how do you turn your life around so that you can make your life rich and rewarding in spite of all that. And today we're talking about the story of Dr. Dennis Hurwitz, a prominent plastic surgeon who endures a catastrophic loss and stunning setback only to rebuild his life and create an innovative surgical procedure. Dr. Dennis Hurwitz is a cosmetic and reconstructive plastic surgeon who for the past 30 years has performed thousands of his patients considered miracles. He continues to receive international recognition for his work as a leader in the field. And such accomplishments are almost as incomprehensible when considering his traumatic history. In 1989, his teenage daughter and only child was brutally murdered in his backyard. And about a decade later, his career was in serious jeopardy after he lost a $3.55 million malpractice case. So this is a fascinating story, and this is really about how one man thrives in, in spite of a cruel fate. This book is called The Chase for Beauty, and the author is Robert Mendelssohn, who tells Dr. Hurwitz's story. He's an award-winning author, journalist, and editor. And my guest today is Dr. Dennis Hurwitz. Welcome, Dr. Hurwitz. It's nice to be here. Thank you. You know, where do you begin with a story like this? Um, I think my question is, how did you begin to tell your story to Robert Mendelssohn, who wrote the How did you make that decision? Well, Robert came by about 17 years after the... Uh, the death of my daughter, uh, the murderer, actually, and um, knocked on my door and said, um, I've been wanting to write a great book, and the story that unfolded around the murder of your daughter and subsequent events is a great story. I want you, I'd like you to give me a chance to write this story because it has a lot of value, and I believe I'm the man who can bring it to life. Uh, my wife and I, of course, long before that, had tried to have closure on those most unsettling events. And you never quite do, of course. Your life's inalterably changed. Mm -hmm. But Robert Mendelssohn was sincere, uh, captivating, uh, and 
uh, he captured my heart and ultimately uh, the mind and heart of my wife, and we agreed to get, let him have a try at telling the story so many more could understand or learn and understand what happened to us and how we dealt with it. And obviously he captured, he captured this. You're very happy with the way it turned out. Uh, yes, indeed. Um, uh, he, he did it well in, a, in, in more of a uh, news journalist style, uh, allowing um, the participants of the story to speak their roles, uh, leaving uh, a little to it. It was more how he mixed the story together and, and put the pieces together that he was able to express himself rather than um, editorialize throughout. And so I was fascinated by the uh, comments uh, that came to be, uh, out and the discussions yeah. that, the, that he, 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 well, he gave us. Well, I think two things here that I'd like to explore. One is, you know, the death of a 17-year-old daughter uh, that's a murder. I mean, that, that, that one thing is incomprehensible. And then, you know, years later you went through the malpractice situation. But just going through the death, how do you... You know, what do you think got you through it? Was it your faith? Was it your relationship with your wife? Was it just your attitude? I mean, what what was the crux of it? Because you had to have had very many down days. Oh, yes. I mean, what, what, it's so devastating to have a sudden death, and then on top of it, a violent one. Uh, so unexpected because she was about to go off to as an honor student to college and and uh, the world was her oyster and um, all our joy was in her because uh, as it turns out we were only blessed with one child and um, yeah, so it does add up to an extraordinary sudden shock to the system and you mentioned a number of the facets uh, and at times I would say one aspect or another came up and surfaced of uh, friendships, commitments, family, uh, my uh, marital relationship. But I, I think, frankly, if I had to name one thing that got me out of the morass and would maybe help those who are stymied or facing such terrible things, is I, I got my act together, uh, sought what was best about me, it, what I can do in life, and just double effort to go into uh, being the best I could be. In, in your spite work of it or in your personal life or, or both? Mostly my work. Now, you know, in medicine, it, it's a socialization. It's not, it it's, gives you the opportunity to deal with people. It's, not, it's multidimensional. Yes. Uh, so um, you have to care for people. Well, but particularly for, in plastic surgery, which is such a personal, I mean, you're, you're, you're changing, you're transforming people's bodies. Yes, it's, it's physically and, of course, emotionally, mentally very personal, and people entrust their self-esteem, their aspirations, their future in many ways to you, and so you need to spend the time to understand them. So I was always deeply into my work, but ultimately when I finally could surface from the pain of our losses, we I just redoubled my efforts. Now, along with it, we adopted two children, and that helped set reestablish who I am and who I thought I wanted to be. So you adopted two children after this. 
Do you feel at all that that becomes a replacement or no, it's an addition? There's no question it's an addition. And my children know they're two of three children. Uh, it's just their eldest has died prematurely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they uh, gain from that, and I think they understand that. I must admit, uh, the topic of Karen, my eldest, does not come up very often. And mm-hmm. I was pleased how they actually received the book as teenagers. Uh, but, um, no, they're part of the family of five. Uh, but day-to-day, uh, it's, it's the two of them. Mm-hmm. Dr. Horowitz, how do you talk about the relationship with your wife? Because so many times this kind of terrible situation will, will break up marriages. They fall apart. Yours did not. It got stronger. Why yes. and how? Well, um, we were naive going to this. We had no understanding, uh, and why would we, uh, about what you speak. And uh, fortunately, early on, within weeks of this, um, I was uh, cautioned by by friends of mine, uh, mentors, who warned me of where things could easily head. And I had this sense of anger to uh, my wife and guilt to myself for whatever role as uh, victims of this uh, murder uh, we had to we we always think we could have stopped it or changed things and sure. and and we project that more easily onto our spouse as to where did they go wrong and um i just uh did not give in to that easy human frailty yeah, of that's my question is when does that stop because i think we all do that i could have should have would have and there is no coulda, shoulda, woulda, because it happens. But how do you how do you get over that hump so that you're not living in that all the time? Hmm. Well, um, you know, sometimes for me, I just had to be quiet. I could. Judaism is is a religion of action, and one is judged by uh, the deeds they do and not the thoughts that trouble them. Uh, and I uh, try, and I've been, I've learned that. Uh, and so, while I, I would think bad things about why and what, and I would just keep quiet and move forward and not act on um, irrational and and uh, inappropriate, non-productive thoughts. And that's worked for me. You know, I'd, some people have to express themselves, but I think I can get you real trouble when it's antagonistic, don't you? I do, and you're also talking about your faith, that your, your faith helped you there. Yes, without a doubt. Now, I, I, I wasn't then, and I'm still not uh, a regularly practicing Jew, but um, I do have a strong background and regularly worship and um, have a brother who's in the book, uh, has his own strong uh, orthodox feelings about life and about this situation. And uh, I, frankly, uh, I was very happy that I could lean on that background and understand how to properly grieve mm-hmm. the loss and how to share that grief and accept the um, condolences of others. All right. Wow, powerful. On that note, we're going to take a break. My guest today is Dr. Robert Hurwitz. And Dr. Hurwitz has quite a, an inspirational story for us really going through loss and grief. This is an inspiring story of a prominent plastic surgeon who endures a catastrophic loss of his 17-year-old daughter who was murdered and a stunning setback in his practice only to rebuild his life and create an innovative surgical practice. 
And we're really talking about, again, talk about turning obstacles into opportunities, which Dr. Hortz has done. And the book is called The Chase for Beauty, which is a story about Dr. Hortz and, and everything that happened. And it's written by Robert Mendelson, who is an award-winning author, journalist, and editor. Folks, you can give us a call after the break if you would like at 866-472-5788. If you are tuning in live on June 30th between 2 and 3 Eastern and 11 and noon Pacific, if not, all the shows are archived on voiceamerica.com, and you can go to raskinresources.com, and there's a link right to the shows on Voice America. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips with his weekly guests jim draws from successes with professionals college high school and youth teams coaches and players learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure tension and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with championship thinking every tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time right here on america's voice voice america hey dad what i can't get the ketchup bottle open Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com All right, everybody, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin, and I get all excited, folks, because I love this program. This is my life's work. This is what I believe in. This is what I've been dedicated to for 25 years when everyone kind of laughed at me and said, nobody wants to hear all this positive stuff, and, you know, we everything what's selling is negative sensationalism. Here we are in 2008, and people want to be inspired. People don't want to hear everything that's going wrong anymore. They want to hear what's going right, and they want to hear what's gone wrong that's turned right. 
that's what the show is about, those obstacles and opportunities, those problems and solutions. We look at the tough stuff, believe me, and today is not easy to look at, but we look at how do you get through it so you can live the kind of life you want. And I believe you can. We all had setbacks. We've all had issues. It's how do you get through it. Today is no exception. I have an incredible guest on today. We're talking about the book Chase for Beauty, written by Robert Mendelson. And Robert Mendelson is an award-winning author, journalist, and editor. And the book is about Dr. Dennis Hurwitz, who is my guest today. And Dr. Hurwitz is a prominent plastic surgeon who endured a catastrophic loss of his 17-year-old daughter and then a stunning setback in his career in a malpractice suit only to rebuild his life with hope and with beauty. And that's what we're talking about today. Dr. Hurwitz is a cosmetic and reconstructive plastic surgeon who for the past 30 years has performed what thousands of his patients consider miracles. He continues to receive international recognition for his work and a leader in the field. He has been on, he has an innovative total body lift procedure. He's been featured on NBC's Today Show, The View, and Montel Williams. And such accomplishments are almost incomprehensible when considering his traumatic history. In 1989, his teenage daughter and only child was brutally murdered in his backyard. And about a decade later, his career was in serious jeopardy after he lost a several million dollar malpractice case. Wow, you know, just reading that, Dr. Hurwitz, kind of takes my breath away. You know, I mean, what each of those things is, is so tough in itself. The question is, and I, I guess, you know, because you, you think of stories about Holocaust survivors. You think about people who've been maimed and crippled and they've lived to tell the story. Um, you think about Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning, when he was in a concentration camp but death was all around him. And the thing that he said in that book that got him through was the amazing love that he had for his wife. He kept seeing his wife's face, and that love really got him through. Do you think love is a big equation, a big factor here? Without a doubt. Without a doubt, um, the um, be, be able to uh, love, that means giving of yourself and uh, into another uh, spiritual being and another person uh, is a wonderful um, wonderful thing. And, and the, uh, the book does talk about even our courtship uh, from uh, the days in college. And uh, I, I fell in love with the most beautiful woman inside and out, and uh, she is a cherished uh, individual. And, uh, and you she still feel that way after? 39 years of marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still feel that way. Oh, we have our rocky times like anybody else, of course. It's not idealistic. What do you think got you both through? Now, you know, when you go through this kind of grief, both of them, many times you process differently. You may process one way that she doesn't understand, and she may handle it a different way that you don't understand. How did you, how did you get through that and understand each other? Well, uh, let me. You're right. Uh, there was an example where um, my wife uh, constantly uh, was um, expressing dismay over the fact that she didn't go downstairs uh, when the intruder came in, uh, when she had heard the alarm go off, uh, and she accepted uh, my daughter's dismissal uh, and um, thought she could have stopped the whole thing. And uh, she would go on and on and on, and it, it was unending. Mm. Misery, and mm. I, my my reaction to it was, 
and yes, if you had done that, perhaps you would have been murdered too. How do you know? Mm. You know, you know. It's just that's right. You can't blame yourself for an act that you thought you might have been able to stop. Mm. You may have been victimized too. So, or maybe another night it would occur. So, but it went on for a long while. While I was forgiving, she was um, guilty, and that's not easy to deal with. And after a while, if it's left untreated, uh, that can lead to a tremendous uh, marital schism. Don't you think? Did she get help for that? Did she go for therapy and counseling for that? Uh, actually, uh, to, to the dismay of our friends, uh, we never did. Um, but uh, but it seems like we we talked it out with each other and our and uh, our parents who were both alive at the time, uh, all four alive at the time, and. Um, Indeed, uh, Linda's parents were both survivors of the Holocaust oh. and had lost most yeah, all that. their... That's amazing. That, now, how did they deal with this? Oh, a tremendous depression. Uh, once again, they had uh, instant murderous loss of uh, the closest family, uh, which they experienced uh, while they were young, hmm. um, decades hmm. earlier. Uh, they were in a terrible tailspin. Um, and... Uh, I don't know how they did it. They were they were a bit quiet and remorseful through it all, and um, they they pulled through once again. And how about your parents? Oh well, um, they were born in this country and um, uh, uh, children of immigrants themselves. Was uh, it as hard for them? I'm sure it was, but, but... It, it was very very hard. Uh, but my my father. I had a very positive, upbeat attitude and said a month later, why don't you go with, through with your plans that you had talked about before about adoption. So he was very positive in that regard to move forward. And um, my mother, who's by nature an optimist, um, just, I don't, they just, they just weren't intrusive. They just didn't try to be overbearing, and that worked for us. We worked there. Linda and I worked it out together and talked every night and many times during the day. So you were each other's best friends all the time? Our own therapists, yes. And you had that kind of situation. What advice do you give to folks who don't have that? I'm sure you've talked to people who've been through things like this where they haven't made it together because there's been a breakup. What advice would you give to people who, God forbid, are going through something like this, going through an amazing loss? Well, uh, there are two things. Um, One is... um, we, we, it's okay to hold on to that loss and to the significance of it. Uh, it's uh, never feel guilty that uh, it's will uh, it's part of you. Uh, it's it's like a huge uh, sphere of uh, influence, and the only thing that changes is that with time you're further away from it. But the magnitude never changes. It's still extraordinary uh, in its uh, impact uh, and never diminishes the love you once had, the life you once had with the lost one. So that gives you a sense of um, responsibility and comfort. So that's on one end. And on the other end, uh, like I spoke about a bit before, um, maybe it's a time when you can get through the immediate grief and understanding to rededicate yourself to why you're here on this world uh, and what you need to do to uh, be the best person you can be uh, and realize how precious life is. And while it's been lost for your dearest one, uh, don't lose the opportunity yourself to um, to make a difference for others in your own lives. You know, that, was, that may be the answer to this next question because this next question is a tough one, and that is 
what was the gift in this for you? I know that's a tough one. Well, uh, for the most immediate thing, um, I, I remember um, soon after this occurred, um, right before uh, Halloween, and actually we went into the holiday season. Uh, we were uh, celebrating Hanukkah with family. Uh, a month later, trying to figure out, um, I was no longer a father. Uh, she was no longer a mother because I was her only mm-hmm. child. Um, and uh, so we're grieving first for the loss of the child, and second for our loss as a, as who we were. But. I, I was thinking we've got to make something special out of this. We can't let it take us apart. And, and that really, the most tangible aspect of that was a very uh, concerted effort to adopt children, uh, hopefully newborns, which it turned out to be, even though we were well into our 40s. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So in a way, that, that, was, that was a special gift because you probably wouldn't have adopted. That's right. Yeah, very special. And it's been a, we've been blessed many times over as these two young children are about to go off to college, to the college of their choices uh, this fall. Mm-hmm. Well, after we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the second catastrophic thing that happened to you in your life, this malpractice suit, and how you stayed with it because you are, you know, you are considered to be internationally renowned in this field particularly in doing this work with body lifting and the total body lift procedure and how we, how you got through that and how you didn't give up because other people might have just said, okay, I'm not doing this anymore, but you did not. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Dr. Dennis Hurwitz about this. My guest today is Dr. Dennis Hurwitz, who is a cosmetic and reconstructive plastic surgeon who for the past 30 years has performed what thousands of his patients consider miracles. He continues to receive international recognition for his work and is a leader in the field. And his innovative total body lift procedure has been featured on many of the major radio talk shows. And, however, these accomplishments were almost incomprehensible when considering his traumatic history. In 1989, his teenage daughter and only child was brutally murdered in his backyard, and then a decade later, his career was in serious jeopardy after he lost a several million dollar malpractice case. So that's what we're going to talk about next. So folks, if you think that you cannot get through your obstacles and turn them into opportunities, think again, because this is one of the most inspirational stories that I've heard. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, 
Sonoma and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where women and wine angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women in Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women in Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific for the Dr. Pat show with Dr. Papasilli, radio to thrive by. VoiceAmerica.com. Okay, everybody, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. And if you heard that little piece when I just said you took my breath away, it's because Dr. Hurwitz is actually in the operating room talking to us, which is pretty amazing. My guest today is Dr. Dennis Hurwitz. And um, he's a pretty amazing individual and has been through some amazing challenges. It's an inspiring story of a prominent plastic surgeon who endures a catastrophic loss and a stunning setback only to rebuild his life and create an innovative surgical procedure. Dr. Dennis Hurwitz is a cosmetic and reconstructive plastic surgeon who for the past 30 years has performed what thousands of his patients consider miracles. He continues to receive international recognition for his work and is a leader in the field. And he, re- he recently has his, his innovative total body lift procedure featured on the Today Show, The View, Monte Williams, and several others. Now, having said all of that, all of these accomplishments are almost incomprehensible when considering that in 1989 his teenage daughter and only child was brutally murdered in his backyard, and about a decade later his career was in serious jeopardy after he lost a $7 million malpractice case. You can give us a call, folks, if you'd like, at 866-472-5788 if you are listening live on June 30th on Monday. And if not, these shows are all archived on raskinresources.com, which will link you right to voiceamerica.com. Welcome back, Dr. Hurwitz. Nice okay, to you. Let's talk about this, uh, this malpractice case. Here you are. You've created this amazing procedure, the total body lift, and you end up you know, losing millions of dollars. Now, another physician would have said, that's it. I've had it, we're going to do something else, we'll do a different procedure, we may not even do surgery anymore. Not only did you not do that, but now you're doing it even more than you've done before and you're getting international recognition. Tell us about this. Yeah, um, I am kind of strange, aren't I? Because after the uh, serious setback in the court of law, 
uh, my uh, lawyer friend said, why don't you just step back a little bit and stop all this uh, cutting-edge work and innovative work and just right. do like everybody else. And, exactly. And, you, know, uh-huh. you, you know, it got you in trouble. Uh, that was the issue. Um, I was doing surgery that was uh, relatively unique for the a young uh, deformed uh, child and a facially deformed child, and the surgery basically went well and there were some scarring issues and before I could get to take care of them she went off to another uh, institution and they they performed a half a dozen operations that set her back very badly um, and and um, it's arguably uh, who 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 did what when and where but ultimately it all uh, it all fell in my lap because you were the first one yes mhm mm. So mm. you know, I, so, so I wait a minute. Why didn't Why didn't you take your lawyer's advice? That's what I want to know. Oh, it was very strong advice. I mean, it wasn't just casually stated. It says, "Slow down. Don't don't put yourself. Why Why subject yourself to such scrutiny, such exposure, when you can do a very fine life just doing some facelifts and and uh, nose jobs and stuff like that?" And I. I, I don't know. It, it, it just a few years later, um, not many years later, I came across some, some very difficult clinical problems. The world of weight loss surgery was ab- upon us. Yes. At the University of Pittsburgh, we were at the forefront of what was going on, and a lot of patients asked me to help them out. When I started working on it using a, uh, the known techniques of the day, the results were left me uh, cold, and so I went about developing of the total body lift and its and its component parts mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it just kept snowballing and what did, what did your wife say when your lawyer gave you that advice what did your wife say because I mean she's a big part of this in terms of whether you should not do this procedure anymore or uh, do something else uh, she wasn't happy about this uh, and she uh, was the voice of reason uh, and uh, but uh, it just, um, I have another voice, and, and the voice is, there's a sense of what's right and what's wrong and what, and what makes me um, go. And what makes me go is to uh, be at the forefront of what is um, happening in plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, um, I'm not, it's just the way it is. And uh, I know who I am and what it takes for me to get up in the morning and take on the challenges of the day. And uh, and she uh, ultimately, obviously, uh, accepted that and lives this somewhat turbulent life with me. <laughs> well, having said all of that, how did you then go from that sort of, uh, here you had lost a lot financially and emotionally, how did you then jump right back in to get from where you were at that point to where you are now? How long ago was the lawsuit? Um, that was year 2000. Okay, so now it's eight That's years later. Ago. Yeah. And look where you are now. How did you climb back up? Um, well, you know, you, I, I, I'm very respectful of the legal system, and it's, it, 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 but it goes to its own drummer. And um, I, there was a lot of other uh, doctors and surgeons who reviewed the case and felt I should have appealed the loss. Uh, the the um, the verdict uh, because um, they felt I wasn't at fault and um, I, I uh, but nevertheless as you say it was financially uh, devastated and it didn't help my um, my practice to say the least in Pittsburgh so uh, 
I, I, you know, it, it, there's some similarity in thinking here, and I guess sometimes you have to ignore um, that which you don't want to face, and I just move forward in the direction I thought was best for me and my patients. Now, and, did you, when you say it affected your practice, Dr. Hurwitz, did you lose patients because of this? Oh, yes. It was a very difficult time for several years. It reached the. I was president of the medical society of our county, Allegheny County Medical Society. It reached the front pages. The verdict, mm-hmm. which is unusual, um, that's not what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, of course, I was hesitant to recapitulate this in this book. But I'm amazed at the response of my yeah. patients, and they they think they understand what I went through. How did you go back in the office and face your patients after this hit the front pages? Well, I mean, most of them came to me that wanted to come back and said, you know, we believe in you, and you are, again, victimized uh, by a, an unfair system, um, and uh, we, we'll stand by you. Now, I lost many, but those who stand, stood by me... Uh, Spread allowed the word. To, that's right. Spread the word. And now here you are. Let's move up now. Let's move up to hope and to success. Here you are eight years later, and tell us where you are now. Well, it's a very exciting time, and um, I've um, been training uh, young doctors to do what I'm doing. Uh, I uh, see patients from around the country routinely, um, from California, England, um, Middle East. They come to me and fly in to have surgery done. Um, I've opened up, with the help of some of my ex-trainees' offices in California and Philadelphia to um, extend this Hurwitz uh, total body lift. Um, things are growing rapidly, and we're trying to meet the demand of people who wish to have their body reshaped after weight loss or the effects of aging or pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So, and it can be any size. So, it could be aging. That could be someone thin whose skin there might be some flab, and it could be somebody who's been obese and is now thin. Correct? That's quite right. Uh, we can tone up people's and shape them up nicely, um, regardless of the reason why. It doesn't have to be after massive weight loss. No. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Um, what would you say? to people listening to this who have a dream and a vision and they're having a setback, but they believe in that vision. What do you say? Well, um, the setback requires you to find companionship, look at your own resources, and have someone with you who you love and loves you and can stand by you. Uh, without that, I'm not sure how it's possible. Um, certainly that's what made a difference for me. And, and, then, um, and then just if you believe in yourself and feel and it can free yourself from the anguish of the past, you've you got to go forward or life will just not be uh, what it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. What are your feelings now about um, having been through the courts and civil court and criminal court? What are your views on tort reform? Mm. It's essential uh, that um, we, uh, some reform occur that properly deals with 
bad medicine and injured patients, uh, but uh, does not so sweepingly um, affect uh, well-meaning and uh, properly performed uh, medicine. Uh, it all gets mixed up in the batch, and the, the results have a lot more to do with the quality uh, and the shrewdness of the lawyers um, and uh, their capabilities than the actual incidents themselves. Um, we have to take uh, the big pot of gold jackpots out of the equation uh, and uh, do a meaningful compensation to patients uh, without destroying uh, doctors who are trying to um, to make it happen. Because just as you implied, many, many uh, skilled and well-meaning doctors have been devastated and uh, have left medicine or seriously cut back. Uh, I, I suspect mine is the, my story is the exception, uh, and the rule is um, damage beyond belief to the um, to the uh, esteem well, and capabilities of these doctors. Well, and the other thing that I don't hear in your voice is anger and bitterness. I'm sure you had some anger, but because that can, when that sets in, that can really set you back. And, you know, certainly you see what it was, but it didn't leave you bitter to the point that you said, That's it. this is it, I've had it. Right. Well, you know, I wouldn't call it a game, but yet the metaphor is true. They they have their job to do under the system that's out there. Uh, the lawyers do, and the good ones know what they're doing, uh, and it can be painful. Um, uh, they have their uh, interests at heart and the interests of their plaintiffs. Uh, it's not a good system for doctors, uh, but uh, at times I can step back and look at it uh, for what it is, um, and it's a adversarial system uh, with a lot of money involved, uh, and so it's not surprising that there's abuse in it. Right, and we're going more toward, or we would hope to go more toward arbitration and those kinds of those kinds of things, as yeah, well. mediation and mediation. Judgments made by people who have backgrounds in understanding. There's a lot of emotionality in uh, court cases where people have deemed to have lost after medical care, uh, and that has to be taken in the context of what happens out there uh, in the usual run of medicine. Yes. Yes. All right. We're going to take a break. My guest today is really and truly the amazing Dr. Dennis Hurwitz. Wow, his story is something. He's a prominent plastic surgeon who endures a catastrophic loss and stunning setback only to rebuild his life and create an innovative surgical practice. And we'll tell you more as soon as we come back. So if you've just tuned in, just wait till after the break, and we'll reintroduce Dr. Hurwitz, The Book of Chase for Beauty by Robert Mendelson. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. If you want to put the pep back in your step, Chad Lafferty says just what you're looking for. Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. 
Dance is Life, Life is Dance, broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. Can't stop now. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh, there you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. When we are back, you are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Wow, we have quite the inspirational story for you today. I was telling Dr. Horwitz during the break that of all the hundreds and thousands of interviews I've done, I think this is my most or one of my most inspirational, remarkable stories. This is the story of Dr. Dennis Horwitz, who is my guest today, a prominent plastic surgeon who endures a catastrophic loss and stunning setback only to build his life and rebuild it after he's creating an innovative surgical procedure. Dr. Dennis Hurwitz is a cosmetic and reconstructive plastic surgeon who for the past 30 years has performed what thousands of his patients consider miracles. He continues to receive international recognition for his work and is a leader in the field. In fact, recently Dr. Hurwitz and his innovative total body lift procedures have been featured on the NBC TV show Today, ABC's View, and the nationally syndicated Montel Williams show. Such accomplishments are almost incomprehensible when considering his traumatic history. In 1989, his teenage daughter and only child was brutally murdered in his backyard, and about a decade later, his career was in serious jeopardy after he lost a several-million-dollar malpractice case. Now he is the, the subject of this fascinating book, The Chase for Beauty, by Robert Mendelson, who is a writer and former Chicago Sun-Times reporter. He's also an award-winning journalist. And this, this book is not about those ten steps on how to be successful and happy. It's about a real-life drama of one person who resists having a life defined by loss. Dr. Hurwitz exemplifies how to live a worthwhile life when it would have been understandable if he simply gave up. Oh, okay, we have a few minutes left. So I think, you know, I asked you this in the beginning, and I'm going to ask you this again in a different way. When you think about all those setbacks, and then after the second setback of the malpractice, forging ahead and now becoming an internationally renowned plastic surgeon, not giving up that procedure, there's got to be something in your genes, in your genes, that just doesn't let you give up and stays with hope. There's got to be because there was just so much here that the average person and even the above average and extraordinary person would have wavered on this. Yeah, um, I, I see it in my parents. Uh, both of them uh, were I, uh, idealists. And, um, so that's where you got it. There's no question about it, and uh, they're not in this world anymore. My mother was a decorator of renown in her community and an interior designer, and my father was uh, the best salesman there ever was. And uh, they, they're always looking at the positive end of things, and they're, they're great models for me. And um, 
I took it from there, and I'm one of four children, and I think I'm... No, I, you know, I get low and depressed like everybody else, but I think I, uh, I, I want to just resurface with the idea um, it's, it's got to be a better way, a better world. What has been the response from people who have read this book, The Chase for Beauty, by Robert Mendelson? What kind of feedback have you gotten? Well, I, I'm really... Uh, gratified by the comments I get. Um, many of the readers are patients of mine, as you might imagine, and um, they uh, feel blessed uh, to suddenly have a close inside look of my life, because, as you know, the book is quite revealing. Uh, it really defects the kind of person I am and, and my marriage. Um, and uh, they felt they were, they were privileged to uh, not only have surgery done by me and done well, but to now know about their doctor. So that turned to be a, a, a special thing, and so they can't wait to pass the book on to friends or others who might be interested in body contouring surgery. And, and they, um, they, they have that same sense of uh, almost being overwhelmed by why, why are they not doing what they should be doing in life just because some setbacks occur. And uh, and they know me, so uh, I get a lot of this. And then every once in a while, I get uh, an email or um, a review on um, Amazon or um, the other book sales places about how um, how uh, how really uh, captivating it is and how meaningful it is to them. And that means a lot. Hmm. I think the other amazing part here is the relationship with your wife, because there there has to be such a strong bond to get through what you've gotten through with her. No, excuse me. I'm talking. Well, yes, yes. Um, yeah, there's no question about it, uh, and and yet um, the bond is uh, sometimes just sat there in the background when we need to. Um, withdrawal, like a bank account, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. you, you know, it's just... Uh, but there was never in any of this, was there ever a question, I don't think I, we can stay together anymore, or was there never that question? Never. Isn't never. Uh, I, I could not take, that killer could not take my wife and my home. Uh, he had taken enough with my daughter, and I was not going to let that happen. So it was a positive, concerted effort, uh, realizing that our both were in jeopardy, our home, our, our community. Um, we thought about leaving Pittsburgh. We thought about leaving each other. Um, and, uh, no, uh, we became resolute. And uh, thank God for the better. Mm -hmm. We have a few minutes left. So... What advice do you give to others? I mean, what when they come to you with tough times, what do you say to them? Number one, um, accept the reality of the event and its amazingly terrible impact on you. Don't spend the time necessary to grieve and to um, find those of the support system that... Um, makes sense to you, whether it's your clergy or your mother or your sister, there'll be those who speak to you and you know it's wrong. It doesn't work. But find some people to um, that you can uh, bond with and spend that time uh, getting through it. 
are out of respect of your loss. And then, as I say, find your most inner strength, what makes you the special person you are, whether you're in the service industry, whether you're a writer, or whether you um, build in construction, and just dedicate yourself to being even better than you were before. Hmm. Really, really wonderful material and, and, and tra- tragic in so many ways and hopeful in so many ways. Is there a message that you want to leave our listeners with today? I'm, I'm glad you spent some time uh, sharing your time, precious time, with us um, uh, and uh, realizing there's no true formula to the difficulties of life. Uh, but I hope that you've gotten some sense of uh, direction and inspiration uh, to get you through uh, the bad times and to enjoy the good times. And thanks for listening. Thank you so much, Dr. Hurwitz. I, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you being on the program. It was, it was really inspirational. Thank you. You're welcome. My guest today has been Dr. Dennis Horwitz, who is a cosmetic and reconstructive plastic surgeon who for the past 30 years has performed what thousands of his patients consider miracles. And he's had two very important tragedies in his life, a catastrophic loss of his daughter and then a stunning setback in his career with a malpractice suit to emerge really victorious, stronger than ever in his work and in his relationship with his family and his adopted children. And he's really a tremendous role model for us. The book is The Chase for Beauty by Robert Mendelson who is an award-winning journalist and author and editor. Uh, do go online. Uh, Dr. Hurwitz, what website do they go to? Um, www.hurwitzcenter.com. Hurwitzcenter.com. And is, is the... Um is the book on there as well? The book's on there. Actually, there's a separate website, I should say, The Chase for Beauty. Chase for Beauty uh, has, has loaded with the videos of uh, the time of the uh, news casting during a murder event and reflections. You can meet my wife and I in video, and we can, we're reflecting on all these issues we talked about today. Yes, so I, the website... I saw that. I watched that, and it was, it was very powerful. So if you want to be inspired, watch that. And if you would like to have a total body lift... <laughs> <laughs> Go to um, the other website, which is HerwitzCenter.com, yes. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Hurwitz. And, folks, remember, as I say at the end of each show, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. You can turn your obstacles into opportunities. You can turn your problems into solutions. And it is, it's a joy and an honor to be with you each week. And thank you for helping me to make my dream come true doing this work so I can help you make your dreams come true. Until next week on Positive Living, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a wonderful week. Log on to RaskinResources.com. Look at my new website and a wonderful Monday, and we'll be with you again next week. Have a great day. been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com and tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Thank you.